if you're not doing the most biggest priority task of your day but doing mm. all other things yeah. then i don't define as a productive for me productive is getting the right thing done in the most efficient way Hey everyone, welcome to All About Greatness podcast, a podcast to move you forward in your life. Now we are here in another episode, uh, doing another live after I think a gap of a month or so. So welcome once again to uh, All About Greatness podcast into this episode. Now Tim Ferriss says that focus on productivity, not being being busy. And one of the most common problem a lot of people face in today's life is that uh, they always feel that they are very busy, but when it comes to productivity, they always feel they are not doing. you know the things that they really want to do in their life so in today's podcast we'll be discussing about how to boost your productivity and is multitasking is really possible and more on that and to discuss this in our uh, today's episode we have a very special friend of mine all the way from london uk so uh, thank you so much gaurav for jo- joining us from from london at this time and a very very warm welcome on all about greatness podcast thank you so much sachin for having me on there and i'm so excited to share all the learnings i have had throughout my life and there's so many misconceptions so i'm looking forward to bust those myths and hopefully <laughs> your users can and listeners can find a value in those conversation yeah, yeah. thank you thank you thank you one and welcome once again gaurav now uh, mr gaurav is basically let me share a brief about him so that you can you know understand what uh, exactly details about him as well so he is a 28 28 year old sales leader in one of the tech startup in london and he is a career mentor and entrepreneur as well and he's passionate about helping the uh, millennials and next generation in their careers so that they can explore and find out their passion and live their fulfilled life and one of the things that i really love about him is that uh, he loves traveling and exploring new cultures which i also you know uh, uh, love doing that so uh, once again thank you so much uh, gaurav for joining us today and a warm welcome now uh, before starting i would really like to thank you for joining us on instagram and connecting us and then uh, sharing more about you where i got to know about your you know uh, what is the messages you have for the world it was really inspiring so to begin with i would request to share about your life journey how it all started and how and why you want to get help people specifically in productivity and career management as well so yeah please do share of course thank you um so i want to begin with my journey in school so and mm-hmm. how it all started from there so I was born in a small town in India then I moved to Jaipur to do my schooling mm-hmm. and then at that time I was in a journey to find out what exactly I wanted for my life so throughout the time I thought okay I should be doctor because most of the people want to become doctor and that's how mm-hmm. society sees a lot of people doctor engineer lawyer so I was always thinking that yes I should become a doctor and when I started preparing for that after you know high school then I realized this is something not for me but given mm-hmm. i said that to my family all my friends that you know i want to become a doctor i felt immense pressure to actually live up to that but then i realized it's not about them it's about me so mm-hmm. for me to break out of that i said like okay the best way to go about this is completely decide i don't want to do this and move so mm-hmm. midway through my prep of becoming doctor i changed my stream i started doing commerce mm-hmm. that was a bit of a struggle because my family was thinking what's going on but then i kept on doing it and when i uh, did my schooling i did like 94% in commerce on the other side when i was doing science i got 40 i barely passed so that was a true indication that if you follow something you can you know make really big difference and then um, 
like you said, I've been always fascinated about different culture and stuff. So I wanted to, you know, move to UK. The reason behind is not that big. I love Harry Potter. So for me, I wanted to move to UK just because I was so fascinated. Oh, it's, so, and then I decided and I started um, management studies at, mm -hmm. at uni in 2011 and yeah. finished my studies and everything. But at the same time, I was really enjoying the journey. So to explore further, I moved to Shanghai to do my internship because I was okay. really curious, like, well, I was going to be like, and then um, mm -hmm. throughout that, I finished my education in 2014. And then I was like, still not very sure that, yes, I want to be in a business world, but what exactly I want to be in a business world? Is it sales? Yeah. Is it marketing? Is it finance? Is it operations? So I started working in a company called Kraft Heinz. Everybody mm -hmm. knows what Heinz ketchup is. So I guess, <laughs> you know, and there I was, uh, you know, doing different rotations. So I did a bit of a sales. I did a bit of a you know, marketing and all of that. And then I realized the thing which really excited me is sales. I like talking to people. I start, you know, being on a front of the organization, trying to really make that difference. And then I decided to pursue that. And after a bit, I realized that FMCG is not for me. So then I moved into tech. So I started working into Nikon cameras. Hopefully everybody knows what Nikon cameras are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that was a really interesting journey there because the camera category was on decline 11%. And what I figure out that I have a really good um, skill where I can see the where the market is performing. And then I did a whole change of a website layover, which increased the sales by 11% in it where the category was declining by 10%. And mm -hmm. then I was headhunted by a JBL speaker, mm -hmm. uh, which is, I think is quite big because Ranveer Singh is a brand ambassador in India. He's pretty <laughs> popular, so yeah. And I okay. worked there for two years. And the biggest moment for me, like I made JBL the number one brand in Ireland by value and volume. So like brand like Bose, Sonos, yeah. they were all behind. I made, and it just took me immense pleasure to just have that. And then when I was doing that, I just realized that, you know, actually, I'm working for all these big corporations, but what's in it for me? I'm doing great things for them, but I was not feeling that fulfilled. Mm. And that time I decided I need to move to something where I can generally add value. And then I looked, started looking for tech startup. And then I found a one tech startup in London, which was really, really early phase. They didn't mm -hmm. even have the website. They didn't have a branding. They didn't have a logo, anything like that. Then I decided I'm going to move from all of that, mm -hmm. my corporate job, my, you know, nine to five where i'm feeling full secure yeah and i jumped onto this boat and now i can say that like within a year that startup has one of the best it uh, infrastructure because we managed to get the biggest it company in the world to work with us and now they are selling our products so where we were having like you know a few thousand now we're talking in millions in less oh. than 10 minutes um, in less than 10 months. I mean, so it's been immense journey for me. When I joined, I had to do marketing, branding, sales. I, I was setting up the LinkedIn page. I was deciding how to do a logo of this company. And <laughs> it was quite overwhelming. But you know what I learned, it was great. And that's one of the biggest risks I took in my life. And now I'm such a valuable part of the company. It's not more like I'm more of a company partner more than rather than an employee there right. uh, yeah. so that's like a big thing for me but also on the side I started doing my own online business I really am passionate about helping people and finding the passion so like last month I decided that I'm going to open my Instagram channel and start creating content mm -hmm. where people can actually look at the video for 15 minutes 20 seconds and get the value out of it I don't want to bore people with 
a lot of information, but I want to create a content which is like 20 seconds where you can get one information. And if yeah. you act upon that information, yeah, you can get it done. So that's kind of in a brief how it has been so far for me. Great, great, Gaurav. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's a wonderful journey that you share. And now I can totally uh, know, understand why you are so much passionate about now teaching the next generation how to find their passion. Because you have lived that your life, because you have struggled through it. Since you're talking about from you know, being doctor, then into being into commerce and moving to UK and then changing your you know, companies after companies and now into startups. I think I now totally get the idea of where, you know, where you are coming from and why you want to teach people or the, the millennials about the career. So thank you so much uh, for seeing this inspiring journey. And uh, yeah, so uh, moving forward, the next question I want to ask you is about the productivity. But before getting into the details, yeah, from your perspective, since you have you no know, work with the start, since you have worked with a lot of companies, now you're into startup as well. Now, how you define productivity from your uh, from your perspective? And um, so, what are the most most common misconceptions that you are uh, you know, seeing around it as well? I'm sure you must be connecting with a lot of people in your circles, in your you know in your uh, areas as well. So uh, yeah, what according to you is productivity and what yeah. are the common misconceptions you hear from people? Sure. I think the easiest way to define productivity is getting the right thing done in the mm -hmm. most efficient way. It's not okay. about the volume of amount of stuff, it's getting the right thing done in the mm -hmm. most appropriate way. Let's take an example, Sachin. So let's say you did this live video and you have to, um, you have to uh, make it into podcast episode, you have to edit it, and that's the biggest priority for your day. Yeah. But the other day, what you end up doing is like, you're doing shopping, you're cleaning house, you're talking to your friends, you're doing other, you're replying to emails. You might be getting 10 things done, mm -hmm. but you're not getting the most important thing done. So in that yeah. way, would you feel you had a productive day? But a lot of people would struggle because the, the, if you're not doing the most biggest priority task of your day, but doing mm. all other things, yeah. then I don't define as a productive. For me, productive is getting the right thing done in the most efficient way. Because mm. let's say, also, if you look at the two employees in a company and someone, one, and if you only look at the number of tasks they have done, so let's say employee number A has done yeah. 10, 10 tasks and number mm. B has done two tasks. Yeah. But if you look from outside, then you must see employee A is doing more job than yeah. B. But if yeah. you're looking at the details, let's say employee A has always done is, you know, filing the email, replying to them and, yeah. you know, just doing a small bit. But the employee B has done a project which is helping to convert more sales. Yeah. So like, that's how I see like, so you have to really think about what is the biggest priority and how I'm going to do it. It's not about oh, I want to do 10 things. And if I do 10 things, I'll be productive. Mm -hmm. You have to mm -hmm. just take a step back and then mm -hmm. think, yeah. And that's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what uh, we see is that how much, again, the, we come down to the volume, how much amount of work he is doing. But again, how effective is that? And whether the work that he, uh, the guy is doing or the, you know, the employee is doing, whether it's that uh, uh, according to his or her priorities or not. Because yeah. for me, the priorities may be different for you. That priority, um, priority may be different, although we are working for the same firm, right? But your priority is totally, you know, I can totally uh, you know, agree on that, the point that you shared. Now, yeah. let's, come, let's come down to the next question, basically about uh, one of the most important, I think, that I want to ask you is about the multitasking. Sure. Now, is it really possible? Multitasking is really possible because I'm sure you must have, you know, uh, applied that in your life as well. And you must have gone through a lot of psychological studies or whatever you call it about yeah. the, how our human brain works. And whether we can grasp multiple things at one point of time. 
so is the idea of uh, this multitasking really true or is it bogus that's a really good question i think the way i would say multitasking is i'll take you a little bit back in the history to explain what multitasking is so the word multitasking came in 1960s to define mm-hmm. how the computer worked not human worked how the computer worked because when we look at the multitasking is basically you give a command to computer it does 10 things and you give an yeah. output so yeah. like let's say um like indian restaurant in central london i'm typing in google and then the google is doing they're looking at my location they're looking at the restaurants there they're looking at my preference and they give a result yeah so they're doing you give a command they do 10 things and you have a result that's true multitasking but if you're trying to do three different things together so let's say i'm talking to you now i want to drink water and then i want to start writing an email i'm multitasking but is that efficient no because i'm moving my brain from doing one task to another task to another task so our human brain is not designed to work in that way so mm-hmm. um, let's like explain this like our brain is more like a like a lens cap so when you're trying to focus on one thing it mm-hmm. only works that way but if you're trying to yeah. focus on 10 different things it doesn't and let's say that like there's i want you to do a, like a really quick uh, example so you're okay. looking at me at the moment right yeah and and i can see what facial expression you're doing and everything yeah. but if i tell you like such in what is on your desk on left hand side mm-hmm. and what how exactly is it placed you probably mm-hmm. can see that okay i might have a mic there but i don't know exactly is it right or left you is in your vision yeah but you can't concentrate yeah and yeah. when you move and start looking at it you can't concentrate at me so mm-hmm. that's how our brain works so when you, people say that oh i'm really good at multitasking all you're doing is you're moving your brain energy from one thing to another thing to another mm-hmm. and when you do 10 things at one you're giving like an average output to mm-hmm. all of them and your results going to be average because also it takes like more than 20 minutes to shift from one task to another task so i think that in theory multitasking doesn't work mm-hmm. for me at least and that's how i strongly believe it but also i want to say that multitasking yeah. can work in a situation where the brain is not working on a two different tasks like let's say for example if you're listening to music and cleaning your dishes that's also mm-hmm. multitasking mm-hmm. but it it works in that situation because your brain doesn't have to do like a really serious two different tasks one is complementing the other task in that yeah. situation multitask works so when you say that at work i'm going to do my email i'm going to do that, that that's not and that's more like a cognitive shift where you're shifting your brain from one task to another task so mm-hmm. i think it's a it's a big myth people have to realize that if you just do one task at a moment and you finish that and move on to something the result will be far much better yeah yeah i think you have wonderfully you uh, know share the example of how what is exactly multitasking is the way you have shared the you know, example of uh, music and then you're cleaning something out that's a different story altogether because of your focus the concentration that you're putting in on that task yeah. and similarly the example that you have you know given uh, uh, you're talking about me right when yeah. i have to move my concentration from one thing to another thing yeah and only in one point of time i can focus on one thing that's yeah. i think a wonderful explanation if anybody who has been sold to this idea of multitasking they should again i think you uh, know uh relook at things that uh, our brain has the limited capacity at one point of time it can only focus on one thing and so that's why having the clear picture or the priority really helps as well right yeah. finishing this task and then moving into the next one yeah 
Yeah. I would suggest the, like your listeners or viewers to just try that. Like, you know, if, if you're really trying to figure out what works best for you and stuff, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. instead of like really going into theory and detail, just try to do one day, you know, at your work, try to do, okay, I'm going to focus on only one task at the moment and see how it works for me. And you'll be surprised to know that mm-hmm. it makes such a big difference. Yeah. And, yeah. And especially, I think, in the corporate culture and also being into this hustle mode, right? We yeah, want yeah. to be more productive, more productive. We all have this idea, okay, I have to complete this. Okay, I, if I'm doing this task, let me see if I can complete more tasks as well at the same point yeah. of time. But again, they for, you know, forget that the quality takes that uh, you know, uh, hit when we do focus on two different tasks uh, at the same time. The True. quality really you know, uh, get hampered. True. And one of the kind of, another example I would like to give is basically when you're multitasking, there's more likely for you to make mistakes so every time wow. you do a typo in an email or you misspell something in an email, it's because you're multitasking. You're writing an email or you're yeah. chatting with your colleague or you're writing yeah. email or doing something else. Absolutely. But if you write an email without any you know, extra noise, you'll realize the mistake mm-hmm. level and the error level goes drastically mm-hmm. down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, rightly said. Totally agree on that point. Now, uh, the next thing is uh, whether is it really possible to do it for a longer period of time? Let's say if I have to, you know, uh, the, the example that you were given about, uh, again, uh, the non-essential work, like if I'm listening to the music, but yeah. I'm doing any kind of work. Now, how long can, if you can just again share some of the psychological fact about the human brain, how long can it take for that, uh, you know, task to get moved to the next one? Or multitasking can we do on a, on a longer basis? So, uh, let's say, so what happens when we, try, when we are trying to give information to our brain? Like, mm-hmm. it can only take very small amount of information so let's say you watch uh, a news and then in the news you have like a 10 or 15 you mm-hmm. know highlights yeah. but when you finish watching the news you can only remember one or two things which stood out to you most mm. but, so the thing is that like, even you can feed so much information our brain can only take a certain amount mm-hmm. so that's why like you have to always think the volume is not really important is a quality yeah. is really really important yeah and yeah. I think one of the really interesting example I see is uh, when people talk about it is like, let's say when you are driving and you're talking mm-hmm. to someone else, that's mm-hmm. multitasking. But then people argue, you know, like I'm not really putting my brain from one place to another. I can do both at once, but mm-hmm. it's really dangerous because, because when you're driving and you're talking at the same time, you, when you, when I'm speaking with you, you start forming an image in your brain. So let's say you're talking to your girlfriend and saying like, hey, let's go for dinner tonight. I want to go in a nice restaurant, then we can go for a movie. And in your head, you're forming that image. So if suddenly something happens in front of you in the road, you might not be able to react because your brain yeah. is thinking of, oh, the nice date I'm going to go on. So that's also very dangerous to do. So I think it's, it's all about like how much information your brain can can access in the given amount of time so i think yeah. if you're in doubt always remember am i feeling overwhelmed with doing this and that should i just mm-hmm. fo- focus on one thing and you'll yeah. get a signal and you yeah. can actually uh do, deal with that that's how i take it because often it's very kind of complicated to understand whether this is multitasking working for me or not it's just try it and if it doesn't just move yeah. on and cut down the things which is not important to you mm-hmm. so going back to the previous question when you in doubt try to cut down the things which are not going to add value we're not yeah. going to make you feel better. And then you can see that, okay, how is getting better and better eventually. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. And this is the one thing that I also share in, you know, with my clients as well, when I coach people about the productivity and procrastination as well. Yeah. Like just see and observe how many things that you are doing on a daily basis that are not adding value to your life. And whether you really need to do that or not, try to cut down things because people are, you know, often think that they need to add something more to move yeah. or to grow in their life. But I said, no, do not add something, but remove something. At least yeah. find that things that are not, you know, that are not adding value to your life, that are not taking you forward in your progress mm -hmm. and then remove them from your life and then try to add. Then yeah. see whether they are really, you know, uh, helping you out or not. Because uh, in today's world where we are in living this, you know, hustle, hustle world, everybody yeah. wants to grow and, you know, getting ahead with each other but people forget that it's not about that uh, the volume of work again as you said it's more about the quality of work that you're doing because at the end of it it's quality that really matters the quality of our uh, the our work the quality of our relationship the quality of our time that we are spending uh, with yeah. our loved ones yeah and this is really another example came in our head like okay let's um just take a bowl and you start filling the big stones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's basically your big priorities. So if you mm -hmm. start filling the bowl with your big priorities, you can fit them. But if you mm -hmm. put the sand first, all your little noise and stuff, and then try mm -hmm. to pick, put the big stone, it's not going to work. So yeah. think about it. Like in, when you're trying to decide your day, or plan your day, yeah. always yeah. big rocks, always the big things first. Mm -hmm. And if you have a time, start filling with the other bits. And I must say, like, the other bits are really important as well. So if you have a hobby of doing something, you know, always try to fit in, but make sure that it's around your big rocks or your big priorities. Wow. Yeah. yeah, That's a really wonderful example. That's a really powerful example, in fact. You know, yeah. about tackling the priorities first, dealing with the priorities, and then, you know, looking at the days, how you want to spend the day. Thank you. Thank you, God, for sharing that. Now, the next question I want to ask you is about uh, the productivity, the right okay. and the simple techniques from your personal experiences or the, you know, the way that you teach uh, a lot of the people in, you know, in your uh, mentoring uh, journey as well. So what are the simple right techniques that you want to share with the audience that can really help them to again, look at their productivity part and they can you know, uh, do it in the right way. Again, doing it in the right way is really important. So what are your, uh, what's, what are your uh, share on that? Perfect. I'm going to share my top three favorite, which I do it almost every day. So first <laughs> okay. one is called, Pomodoro technique, which mm -hmm. is basically um, you pick the most important task you have to do. You set your timer for 25 minutes. You can mm -hmm. use your, you know, smartwatch or whatever you have. Yeah. And for those 25 minutes, forget everything mm -hmm. because you have a timer going on, your emails, your noise, everything, and just focus on that one task. Mm -hmm. And after that, yeah. uh, you have five minutes after 25 minutes where you just, you know, take a small break. And then you go back to doing another 25 minutes. And then after two sessions or three sessions, I usually do after two sessions and take like a longer break, enjoy music or do whatever, just go for five minutes walk or something like that. Yeah. And if you just repeat the cycle, then it works really, really well. And what sometimes I do is like, I pick up all my noise tasks, you know, replying to email, doing a phone call and just doing quick things. I also make a 25 minute block for that. And I make sure that all the easy tasks, which can be ticked off very quickly, I also do that in 25 minutes block. And what happens when we actually tell our brain to work against the clock, the deadline creates a sense of urgency and you, you do things quicker because, you know, your brain is in a survival mode. Like, okay, I think the clock is ticking. I need to get it done. And that mm -hmm. like a healthy pressure makes you do things really quickly. So yeah, do that technique. And the second one is like, I think everybody makes their, 
to-do list. These are the things I want to do. Yeah. But people don't make their not-to-do list. So absolutely, absolutely. I yeah. I make like not-to-do list. The things which distracts me, like how many time I'm going on social media. I'm guilty of that. I go a lot. But then I'm starting making like saying that okay, this hour do not touch my phone. Mm-hmm. Or like not reply to this person, or I, like start making the list of things which which kills your time. And when you vocalize those things, when you put it yeah. down next to your to do list, you will, oh okay, I'm putting I, that's on a list to not do it, so I better not do it. So it's just making those things more visible. And and, and a lot of time we don't do it. We just I I know that's something which I shouldn't do, but you don't write it down, so you forget about it, and you end up doing it. So yeah. do that. Like I start making your mind not to do list, and I find like wow. This really helps, and yeah. this is yeah. something I started like a couple of weeks ago. And the okay. third one is like, uh, like people always say, like, "Oh, I want to get motivated to get things done. I'm not being productive. Like, just start doing things. Do not, you know, do not wait for motivation to come to you. So let's say like one day you're not really feeling it, and but you still have to work. Yeah. You know, just 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 start working, writing one email or just doing something. It will just create like a momentum and get things going. Some days I'm like this is hard like you know like working in a startup where where i'm doing 10 different things but i just i feel exhausted but then i remember like okay if i start doing one work it suddenly gives me energy because it builds a momentum i think the easiest yeah. example for that is like let's say you want to exercise mm-hmm. but your brain is saying oh it's going to be tough i don't want to do it mm-hmm. just wear your sport shoes once you wear your sports shoes you're already halfway there and your brain will start telling you like okay you already done this part you can do another part and it yeah. just builds your probability to do the task here. Yeah. yeah. Those are the three things I do to, you know, like keep myself more productive usually. You know, absolutely. I think, thank you so much again and brilliantly you have given a wonderful examples here. And the yeah. one thing that I also correlate with you is that uh, doing, um, making, you know, not to do, uh, not to do list because what happens is we always co- keep on focusing on what we have to do, what we have to do, what we have to do. But we yeah. forget that we often do it, we often end up doing things that we do not want to do, yeah. like you know, yeah. checking the social media that you have shared. I think uh, we all are uh, you know guilty of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is really a wonderful thing that you have shared that making a not to do la not to do uh, no things is our list because uh, if you write down two or three things, let's say that I will not be touching this, I, don't, I will not be going on social media during that period. I will not be wasting my time on you know scrolling anything, anything on uh, YouTube or Google, whatever. And instead, I'm doing what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna invest that time in doing something that's you know really uh, important for me. That clarity also really helps. But a lot of people, the issue with a lot of people is that they do not have that clarity. They do not yeah. do that, right? Yes. Because for me, it's all about having the clarity, all about giving the clarity to your mind. And a lot of people do not do that. That's why they are you know having this frustration or the you know the creep about uh, we are wasting a lot of our time on this and that. I'm not able to do this and all. But uh, when we look that on their day, whether they are really prioritizing the task, whether they're really creating that list that you've shared of not doing or doing, I think that again, you know, some of the whole thing that uh, dude, you are not doing this, you are not doing yeah. on this task. That's why you yeah, are not getting the results. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. And yeah, that's technique that you shared. I think the last one. It's all about the ripple effect. Ripple effect. Yeah. Slowly and slowly, each task lead to the next one. Yeah. Because and this is what I've also shared in my uh, in a book as well, where I shared about the habits 101, the science and the art behind habits, where I really focus on the consistency. Now the yes. consistency for me is a kind of art. Yeah. On daily basis, we have to do the same thing. I give an example of a sculptor, right? 
he yeah. daily basis he had to need on the same thing again and again so he's pretty much consistent on that similarly if you are very clear about your why why we are doing it and uh, people often bog down just because of seeing the last picture you know they have to do all the do difficult task of uh, lift lifting up the weights and all that stuff but i always recommend us just focus on the small small things yes wearing your shoes or taking yeah. a walk if not yeah. doing a, you know going to the gym yeah. uh, these simple simple thing leads to the next one but they again they just focus on the you know last thing that they have to pull up the weights yeah. and all the yeah. squats and all that stuff so they end up doing nothing yeah i think people have to remember it's a journey it's yeah. you don't get a task like boom there's a result you have to yeah. you know, build up to that and it, is it True. like i i must admit like when i couple of years ago i used to be like that like really impatient like oh, i want to get this thing done now mm-hmm. and then like it's not going to happen no matter what yeah. you can do it's not going to happen you have to build the momentum you have to start yeah. working towards it slowly and steadily and mm-hmm. one of the things i would suggest is like having a plan for things like you know like yeah. if you have to do something just mm-hmm. create a list like okay in order to get there what are the 10 things i need to do and you can start doing those 10 things so what happen people feel overwhelmed like i'm trying to do this but i'm not getting there but if you break down the your task into 10 different things you're like oh i've done two things so i'm you know 80% is still to go but 20% is done so that's how you should you know get the instant gratification which we all look for like taking yeah. the list getting things done yeah, yeah. so yeah definitely i think in, uh, it's all about coming down to putting things into perspective and putting things yeah. into actions Right. If you are not doing anything, any, uh, any these kind of activities, then again you will uh, end up uh, you know, wasting your day or wasting your time, not getting the full out of your day, and then months and then your life too. Right. True. True. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, God, for giving the lot of perspective to the audience as well. Now let's come down to your personal life. I want to ask some of the questions from your personal life, right? Uh, so one of the most my favorite question is since I'm talking a lot about the habits. and yeah. being into this coaching business where i know you know teach a lot of people how to get rid of their you know uh, habits and all so what are yeah. those top three habits of your life that you really feel that have really helped you to grow yourself so far where you have come today so what will be the top three habits that you want to share with the audience sure i think the first one i begin with is being proactive mm-hmm. so i always try to concentrate on things which i can control so yeah. like my skills my hobbies my interests you know my personal life my relationship and all of those things and i've tried to dedicate my energy into mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and the biggest thing i have learned for myself is like if you're trying to put your energy in things which you can't control it's mm-hmm. really going to mess up your brain so like yeah. you know i used to think a lot about like okay you know what's going on in the world with the politics economy mm-hmm. weather you know what other people are thinking of you those are the things which you can't control mm-hmm. so just avoid doing that and and for me is always being about focusing on things i control and being proactive on those is the biggest thing ever that changed my life because mm-hmm. i always been like okay you know i'll, I'll give you example before i starting my uh, my instagram page like a month ago it's been like 6 weeks now i was thinking like okay what other people are going to think of me what are my you know friends and stuff but then i realized what why i'm doing this because i want you know i want to share well the knowledge if i can inspire even two people i'll be happy yeah. it is all about that and then i started being more proactive on things i can control and slowly and it it got so much better for me so that's key always 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 focus on yourself and things you can control and mm-hmm. and that's going to lead move on to second thing is i always do is visualizing my <laughs> dream visualizing what i want to be where yeah. i want to be um 
because I feel like if you don't have a purpose in your life, I don't know, it's just useless for me because um, if I can't define myself, it's like what, why I'm here, what other things I'm going to contribute. And mm -hmm. once you have that, it's so much easier. And I think like what people try to do is complicate that, oh, I'm going to do, no, you know, like I think one of the biggest one I find is like Bill Smith is a really famous uh, American actor and mm -hmm. stuff. So he said like, I want world to be a better place because I was here. And whatever he do in his job, in his acting, he just creates that energy. And he remembers that, that his vision. He want to create a great comedy. He want to inspire people. He want to create a content, which is amazing to get in. So mm -hmm. your vision statement doesn't need to be like super complicated. It just yeah. needs to have some sort of meaning behind it. This is and I think like, yeah. yeah. And that really helps. I think like for me, I always thought like, okay, I because when I was working in all these big companies, I could never understand like, okay, I love JBL, but my mission is to sell more speakers. I couldn't relate. I just couldn't relate like, oh, I, what I'm going to get out of selling more speakers. I know people are going to enjoy and all of that, but it doesn't fulfill me. But with my current like job I'm doing, and it's more like I'm partnering with that company is also part of my life now is we're helping the companies to be better at managing the local admin rights. So, you know, we're solving so many problems who are working from home now. And like in the pandemic, our company has helped millions and millions of people to actually have that sort of center. And that makes me happy because my work has a meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And that's like my, and in my personal life, I want to inspire people because a lot of friends has come to me. A lot of uh, family has come to me. That's like, Hey, how did you do that? Like, what is the process of doing? And they're like, you know, a lot of people are asking for me. Let's just start creating content. So, and that's really important. And I think one of the easiest thing I would like to say is like, it's, it's before going into two philosophies, more about like, a, think about why you want to be remembered when you're not in this world, yeah. why you want people to remember you. And once you have that vision, you will start doing things. You'll start taking action yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And then that, that moves on to my third point is putting things into action. Once you visualize your thing, once you know exactly what you want to do, you will start doing things which will help you to get there. So I'll give you like a small example. I'm planning a podcast. And of course, you'll be one of my guests once I have it um, running in a couple of weeks. But then I, in order to start that, I need to know like, okay, which platform I need to use, what I need to do, who are the guests I want to talk to. So mm -hmm. I have visualized, I want to have that podcast. Now I'm working towards it. So mm -hmm. it's really, really important that if you have a vision, make sure you action those visions. So that's how I would say it. Like a three is like a, be proactive on things you want to do, have yeah. a vision and then start working towards it. Wonderful, wonderful share, Gaurav. And I think the audience those who are listening to us must be getting a lot of clarity. Uh, you know, because it's all start with the purpose, why you yeah. are put in here on this planet. And what is that uh, one thing that you want to, as you have shared, that, you know, what is the one thing that you want yourself to be remembered as when you're not around among people? Yeah. Right. Or if you are not there in a room, you know, one thing that uh, people want to talk about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really, really important. Like people forget yeah. about like, it, and also I think I remember, I would say like, we all have, you know, friends, great friends in our life mm -hmm. and we have all the family members. Yeah. And think about in your like own family circle, who is that one person inspires you? And why is that yeah. the case? Like, you don't have to look, you know, for like a great personalities in the world. Mm -hmm. You can look around your circle. You'll find there's a one friend or two, or like your, you know, it could be uncle, aunt, whoever, 
one yeah. person really moves you and yeah. just try to just try to learn from that skill like why that moves you and then you'll yeah. start thinking in a right way so yeah absolutely and thank you so much for adding so much clarity to it and giving so much meaning because again i can could totally correlate with the with all the three that you have shared you know, focusing on the task that you being proactive in your life because again my journey has been so far like i was also into that trap of corporate world not clear about yeah. what exactly i want to do and then coming out of it and now enjoying doing what i'm doing on daily basis so i can uh, correlate to that and then visualization is also very very important yeah. because it what is gives you it makes you believe in yourself the dream that you are having for yourself that you're living it in your mind you're telling your brain okay things are happening for me yeah you know the the dream that you are having in your mind you are telling your subconscious mind and then uh, you are getting the idea after that you will get a lot of ideas how to get into the world real world yes because once you there's again a thought of uh, you know robin sharma quote of robin sharma that uh, things are created twice in this world once your mind and then into the practical world so once you install in your mind that you know you have built something you have in subconscious mind you have the clear picture what do you want and things are happening for you then you start taking actions there's a third habit that you talk about that yeah. start to put that into action then you know make it possible so thank you so much for adding uh, the value to it uh, now another question that i want to ask you is about uh, i got to know that you are also into reading books is it true yes i like reading books uh, <laughs> okay. i must admit i read more of a like a knowledge based book more than a yeah. fiction uh, yeah yeah but yeah. i'm also but i must say like i started my book journey by reading fiction and mm-hmm. i still want to I, i one thing i must say i want to read more fiction but uh, yeah that's one of the i think most of the audience can correlate to that as well you know i can correlate because this is how i also started getting yeah. into reading into books but if i have to ask you top 3 books that you want to share with the audience that has a major impact in your life while growing up or still that you are you know yeah. into this journey of yours so uh, which will be those three books that you want to share i think if and why start- Yeah, and sure, one. definitely, of course. So, so I think the first one is Seven Habits of Effective People. So all mm-hmm. the three things which I've said is from that book and which I adapted. So that has made a big, big difference in my life. And mm-hmm. when I read that book, it completely changed the perspective. I think the biggest change for me personally have been is like trying to being proactive, focusing on things which I can control. And I, I think that's something I'm gonna, you know, own that and do it more and more. Uh, so that. and the second book is the power of now mm-hmm. is is really really important because you know we all live in past what happened or what will happen what has happened and what could happen in future but yeah. people don't live in the present and for me it's been struggle to um, you know just being in the present so like i think 2 years back uh, when i was really questioning the purpose of my life when mm-hmm. I, and then it really made me like what is happening and that time i read this book and it gave me so much more clarity so that's one book i always refer to i read it again and again because there's something as a human we tend to have that you know behavior that we always drift our mind even past and future so i would highly recommend for the people who struggle to be present and the third one is my childhood favorite and i still read it all the time is harry potter series <laughs> and i'll say it because it, it mean mm-hmm. to be thinking beyond what is possible it gave me you know it it opened my mind more than what uh, what i think like it, it just made me more creative so mm-hmm. when i read this book i create my own images like okay how this is how world could be and i think if you're not very creative if you're not thinking outside the box and you're not visualizing mm-hmm. 
it's very mm-hmm. difficult to put things in action. So yeah. Harry Potter is the one which really made me visualize